0: Welcome to TV Times 3, Episode 310. On this episode, we've got a couple of pieces of TV news, and then we'll be discussing recent episodes of The Flash, Lucifer, Scandal, Shadowhunters, and the Shannara Chronicles. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 310. I'm Jason the TVaholic from TVaholic.com, and this week I have joining me...
1: Carla Day from Buddy TV, And this is Leah from Nice Girls TV.
0: Thank you both for joining me this week to talk some TV.
1: Of course, thanks for having us.
0: So we'll just jump right into the news. A couple of things that, that were announced over the last week. Amazon Prime has renewed Mozart in the Jungle for a third season. Either of you watched either of the previous seasons?
1: No, you no, know,
2: now I see the previews, you know, like they're you're the commercials and I keep thinking, oh, I need to watch that show. And then, like you said, who has a free 12 hours? <laughs> so I keep, getting, I keep getting behind and now it's, you know, three seasons in and I haven't watched any of it.
0: Yeah, I like the first episode, but it's been some of these, especially, I don't know, even more so, I guess, with some of the Amazon shows is that if you watch the pilot when they put out their pilots – and even if you like something, it seems like it takes so long before that show actually gets released that as as opposed to you hear about something in May or something like that, and then three months later, it's on the air. Here, it could right. be like a year or something like that before you – not only have you heard about the show, but you've now seen it. Uh, yeah. and And by the time it comes around – if it doesn't show up at like a good slot, like it's so hard to just jump in and watch a whole, you know, add a whole nother show. And then you sort of, because it's not easy to, unless you have, you know, uh, I guess Kyle's special DVR, uh, you know, whatever TiVo he has or something like that, that allows you to set reminders for shows on, you know, streaming services and stuff like that. you, you know, you forget when those things pop up or that they're there and...
2: Yeah, because I have to turn on a whole different device to watch Amazon on my TV or Hulu. It's Yeah, it's not as easy as just turning on the TV and pushing DVR. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and just just like setting it or just needing some reminder that, oh yeah, that's, that's a thing you could go watch right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the other... uh the other thing, which I am kind of sad about because I actually like the show, is that CBS has canceled Angel from Hell.
2: I'm bummed about that. I liked that show
0: <laughs> and pulled it after five episodes. It's just, I guess, in comparison to other things, it wasn't easy. Either getting a lot of some of the more critical buzz like Mom gets, even though it doesn't get a huge audience, and then it also right. wasn't getting a huge audience for like over the course of the night you know you went big bang theory life in pieces mom and by the time you got through with with angel from hell the ratings had significantly dropped from where the you know from where the the night had started you know to go into uh, to elementary
1: my mom my mom doesn't watch any comedies really but she loved that show And now when I told her it was canceled, she was devastated.
0: (laughs) That's always the case, like, especially like you just said, in in a case where you don't normally watch a certain type of thing, and then all of a sudden, for some reason, this one piques your interest, and then boom, it's gone. Like, just when you were getting into it.
1: Exactly. I was like, sorry, Ma. (laughs) Well, I love Maggie Lawson. I mean, she's just awesome. And it's because she had that
2: show with Con, too. She hasn't seen – she hasn't done – her shows haven't done great since she, since Psych was over, which is too bad. She's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, I thought the I thought the cast was great, but you know, just another another show with Kyle Bornheimer that's gone by the, <laughs> the wayside. You
2: know?
0: uh-huh. He he's the new <laughs> show killer du jour.
2: Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Now that Chy McBride has landed on Hawaii Five O and made it through a season, we need someone to be a show killer. <laughs>
0: Well, that's uh, that'll do it for the news. And uh, we'll move on to prime time, where we'll move from uh, talking about angels to talking about the devil. Perfect segue. <laughs> which nobody else will be able to see this, but Leah, you have the perfect picture on your Skype to be able to talk about this right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that was not intentional. That was a complete
0: coincidence. <laughs> uh, yeah, f- for those of you that can't see it, which is everybody, she's wearing devil horns on her on her head. At least that's what it looks like.
2: That's uh, what
0: it is. <laughs> it's just uh, too funny. So first up, uh, Lucifer, uh, season one, episode three, uh, The Would-Be Prince of Darkness is the uh, last episode that's aired. And I had this down for both of you to talk about because I'd only watched the pilot. What?! And then over the
1: weekend,
0: because it's terrible, but, (laughs) and so I was going to leave it as a segment for like, okay, you two are watching it. Tell me why I should be watching it. And I ended up watching the next two over the weekend since it was on the list. And not that I had a free 90 minutes to watch some more TV really, but, but I'll leave it at still the same question exists. Start with you, Carla. Why are you liking Lucifer so much? And you know why? Sh- why should? I- what am I missing?
1: Well, I like it because I I like the tone and there's humor in it, but yet there it's serious. And I mean, Tom Ellis is was perfectly cast. I mean, how can you not like Trixie? Anytime little Trixie's on, like I just get all giddy and. I do my favorite my favorite phrase is uh, detective douchebag. I mean anytime they that Lucifer says that, I just love it. But I do also like the dynamic between Lucifer and Chloe and the fact that she has some sort of immunity to his charms and the kind of the mystery behind that I find quite intriguing.
0: I wouldn't call and- it charm. I'd call it smarm, but continue.
1: Schmarm. i don't know i i the only parts of it that i'm not really sold on yet um but i i think will come is the relationship between lucifer and maze um i mean i get why she's so loyal to him but beyond that like their interactions kind of don't ring true or not that they don't ring true they just I just don't enjoy their interactions as much as I enjoy Lucifer's interactions with just about anybody else. Um, and then um, what's going on with Amenadiel. That's still kind of, and that to me, that mystery is intriguing. I also like how they do bring him into police cases, um, but yet it's not the main purpose of the show like all the other Fox shows where there's somebody that helps a detective. Um, It's almost an afterthought um, as far as like the dynamic of what's going on on the show and then how his approach is. He's not really helping her as a detective. He has his own reasons for why he and his own version of justice so, like especially in this last episode we we finally see him kind of break in that regard, and so it's unexpected you know what the way it plays out so and I mean of course, there's Lucifer and Linda, I mean, who can 't love their dynamic, so I like just about everything
0: How about you, Leah?
1: I love
2: Rachel Harris she's after Linda. she cracks me up, but I just think it's like i don't know I think it's a quirky. Show. It's a good way to do a crime show with a whole. I mean, I don't know. There's always a new way to do a crime show, but this one, I don't know. I like it. It's more character driven than crime driven. And I think it's, I don't know. I guess we'll see where it goes with the angels and the demons and everything because right now it's just, and I'm going to say charming, even though you're not going to agree, but maybe <laughs> it's because you're not a woman that you don't think that Tom Ellis is so charming because I met him at Comic Con and he. My word, he is that character. It was fantastic. I don't know. I thought. I just think it's great. It's a good mix up to all the other crap, you know, that's on TV right now.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's true. I'm not a woman, and so
2: <laughs>
1: are you sure, Jason? But even without that,
0: that's the thing is, I don't find it charming that he has some sort of just supernatural ability to. Just go up to a woman and s- just barely talk to her, and she just is ready to drop her pants. I don't find that charming Wait, at so all. I,
1: that, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that I found what he does charming. I find uh, it is the fact that he has the ability to charm people that I find interesting. I don't there's a There's a distinction. It <laughs>
0: okay, then, then now you're now you're giving. Now now you're talking differently about it. That's cuz it's just uh I don't know, for me I still can't get over the premise. I think it's just ridiculous and uh I ultimately I find it interesting that two of the dumbest shows <laughs> premise-wise and how they're done are are up against each other <laughs> at the same hour. <laughs> I'm talking about Scorpion in case you were wondering. Um
1: <laughs> I have a question, Jason. Do you watch like The Vampire Diaries or The Originals?
0: I do watch The Vampire Diaries,
1: and do you have a problem with the fact that the vampires can compel people?
0: I do when they. I do when it's used for the ability to compel somebody to not where they're not trying to find something out or whatever. I I, I do watch The Vampire Diaries, but it's it, I don't like it, and I don't think. The character is charming when he uses that ability to get somebody into bed or something. Uh, but this is played off, it seems to be played off more as he's this really sexy guy. And, you know, that whole thing is, it's creepy, but not in a good way to me. When
1: has he ever used his, when has he ever used, how, when has Lucifer ever used his ability to get somebody in bed?
0: I don't know. The the devil's threesome? The three blondes he ended up in with bed with at the party? That, yes, you don't know. Yes he, he did. He used his <laughs> that's that there's
1: Yeah, I, I don't I don't see it that way. It's not that he's manipulating them into doing that. That's that's different than him using his ability to get someone to declare what their greatest desire is that's what his ability is
0: yeah but he also has the ability to get people to just do stuff because otherwise how would he be able to walk into any jail and talk to somebody or do all these things all he does is walk up to the person at the desk and is just like you know i need to talk to so-and-so and And the next thing you know he's talking to so-and-so so he has the ability to just talk his way into places because people will just do what you know,
1: yeah, but I don't, I don't see him using it in that creepy way like you're talking about.
0: I don't know; it all seems creepy to me.
1: <laughs> isn't, this, isn't this a DC comic? Isn't this based on a? Yeah, a it's DC based comic? on Sandman.
2: Yeah. yeah, okay. I just like that he never hides who he is. You know, most
1: yeah, supernatural
2: I do. <laughs> shows, everybody is like lying about who they are and hiding, and he's just like, "I'm Lucifer, and I'm the devil, and this is kind of what I do."
0: Yeah, I do like that part that he just tells everybody, including her, and she just won't buy it.
2: Yeah, people just don't believe him, but he's not because not he's lying. He's seriously just telling you exactly what it is. Well, I think she does believe him now.
1: After the last episode, I think she's starting to believe that he is. After he threw the person, the guy, through the window, and then also in the other episode where – You know, she went in
0: the previous one where she she knows that he got shot, but can't seem to figure out why he's still walking around.
1: Yeah. I mean, at this point, there's been so much evidence of kind of that he is not human. But I mean, that goes into um, episode four, which airs tonight, where, you know, in the preview, you see that she shoots him. Mm -hmm. So she wants to know the truth.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just uh I don't know. I can't I can't wrap my head around. It. I was hoping that maybe a couple more episodes would uh see what everybody else seems to see cuz the show's actually doing pretty well.
1: It's okay, Jason. You don't have to be right all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not about being right. It's just sometimes there's you watch something and you're like, "Well, that's good, but it's not for me."
1: Yeah. And then there's
0: other times you watch something that you just go, yeah, I don't get it. I, I, don't, I don't see... I don't see what other people are seeing. I And this tends... I guess this is falling more into uh, uh, that category.
1: Maybe you're just jealous of his charms. <laughs> <laughs> not,
0: not, not, not jealous of his charms, because, like I said, it's super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be super creepy. Uh, but with that... We'll move on to The Flash. Uh, season 2, Episode 13, Welcome to Earth 2. And Carla, what did you think of uh, Barry and Sisko's adventures on Earth 2?
1: Awesome. I loved it. I uh, I liked the – it kind of reminds me of Fringe when, they, you know, they went to the alternate universe. And, you know, you kind of, like, don't want to leave because it's just different and fun and um, you get to see characters in a different light or a different way. You know, I loved, um, I like, not that I don't like Iris West in earth one, but I really dug Iris in earth two. I just, she had like more confidence in herself and um, more drive, which I found interesting And makes me hopeful that Earth 1 will find a little bit more of that. And I don't know if it's because of Barry or if it's just because she chose a different career path. But um, I don't know. I really liked the Iris in Earth 2. Barry in Earth 2, that whole bit with Barry uh, darting him or whatever. I love that. I thought that was hilarious. Um, And Cisco freaking out. Uh, Cisco on Earth Two was creepy, so I'm glad he's gone. Um, I'm trying to think, who am I forgetting? It was the the scene with Barry talking to his mom in Earth Two was heartbreaking, but overall, I just liked the world was different enough that it it just was kind of fun. So I'm glad we get to go back at least one more episode, though. Um, From what I hear, it's going to play a role kind of the rest of the season. So I don't know. What did you think?
0: I really enjoyed the episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. And tell you step back and think about anything that went on. There's too many things that just bother me about what ultimately goes on in the episode. If you really think about it.
1: Like what?
0: Like Barry decides to take over for Earth 2 Barry which makes sense because he's going to go try and find out if there's any information at the police department uh, since earth Two Barry is also a CSI. And when he gets there, he gets totally sidetracked and then ends up just following Iris around, follows her home. Yeah. The scene with him talking to his mother on earth Two was, was heartbreaking, but you're also like, are you supposed to be finding information to be able to, uh, you know, <laughs> find Wells' daughter? And then they end up at the club and Joe ends up getting killed on Earth 2. And Barry, is, Barry from Earth 1 is still there at the hospital when he dies. He's the one comforting Iris of Earth 2. So even though Earth 2 Barry and Earth 2 Joe didn't particularly care for each other. That's sort of a weird thing to just sort of take over and the life of somebody for this and sort of be the cause of the death and then be the person there to console that person while the, the real person that should be there is like locked away in a cabinet someplace or wherever they put him. It was all, that was all very, uh, very strange. And ultimately a lot of times you're not necessarily on board with Wells, but this time when Wells yells at him, at like, we're getting off topic here. We're getting off plan. Overall, Barry just seems super selfish and got way involved in the other Barry's life. And while a lot of the stuff that happened around that was fun seeing the other Earth, ultimately what they did with it seemed like so wrong.
1: See, I kind of saw where Barry kind of got involved in life. Like he didn't, I don't think he, if he would have gone to the police station and Iris wouldn't have been the detective there. I don't think that he would have gotten as caught up in that, but I think he got caught up in the fact that these are people that he cares about. They're now they are different people, but he got so personally caught up in what was happening that he did kind of lose sight a little bit of what they were doing. I mean, he never totally lost sight of it, but I think that's kind of why, um, he felt that way. And then like when, um, when Iris's father dies in that scene, I mean, even though I earth Two Barry's uh, did not get along with him. I think that from Barry's perspective it was like seeing his father die. So, you know, for him to be there, he would be there for Iris. So, he just kind of fell into his like who he would be on Earth 1 with these people on Earth 2. So, I don't I didn't see it to be as out of character. I mean, it wasn't ideal for what they were there to do, but Unfortunately, it was kind of it was a plan that looked good initially for him to kind of step into Earth Two Barry's shoes and then just kind of combusted. But just what makes TV interesting, I think, when things don't go right.
0: Yeah, but it also was there was also a lot of stuff like the worst blending trying to blend in ever. You know, you're in a different world. You know that things are different. And then every time he encountered something different. It was like he had no ability to not comment on it, and it was just like the totally obvious thing is is instead it should be more internal as not you know when you you're obviously gonna run into things that are different and you're on a different world, and it for it made the character seem kind of not as bright as he's supposed to be. For him to, you know, get into all these different situations and every time he sees something that's different, he's like, oh, wow, joke and sing, you know, and, and, and it's like, like, duh, if you were on this earth, you you would know this, Uh, but like no ability to blend in whatsoever. Uh, I don't know. There were, there were just so many problems with sort of the things that take place in the episode you know then ultimately he ends up getting caught uh and you know and put behind a, a glass cage you know near Wells's daughter but that wasn't he, he exactly completely the way he, that wasn't he exactly completely the listened.
1: way he found her
0: yes but he has no idea where they where they are uh i don't know i'm i'm interested to see where uh you know the next episode goes
1: Well, we find out who zoom is in the next episode i think
0: it's still fun. I mean, the show's still fun, but there's this was one of the episodes where there's always things that you know, like a few episodes back when they had the you know the reverse flash show back up, and they got all timey wimey with some weird explanation as to how this is still a thing, and you just sort of, I guess, in in some of these things, you just have to just go. <laughs> okay and stop thinking about that because once you start thinking about some of these things, they just fall apart uh, too much. I did like seeing the, you know, the, you know, the Killer Frost and, uh, you know, Ronnie Raymond just can't catch a break in any, (laughs) on any earth. No. That guy just dies all the time. (laughs) And, you know, the, I liked Cisco on that earth being more in control and knowing more about his abilities and, you know, earth one Cisco seeing that and being like, uh, wait, I can do that. Uh, and then, you know, obviously you can see in the future that he'll be trying to figure out how to figure out how to use those, those abilities and stuff. Uh, that can be fun.
1: I think that there's going to be a lot of far reaching consequences from them going to earth Two. You know, patty has gone, which is probably a good thing. Iris doesn't have a boyfriend right now, which is probably a good thing. Because when Barry goes back, I think he's going to really look at Iris again in a different way. You know, you have Cisco, who's going to realize he has powers beyond, you know, what he possibly imagined. And um, I think there's going to be some far-reaching consequences on Earth-1 from their trip, you know to Earth 2 and I'm kind of excited about those I don't know what state they'll leave Earth 2 in when they leave but again it kind of reminds me of Fringe when you go you know when they went to another universe there were ramifications on both to what they do so it'll to me as not comic book reader and not real familiar with you know the five bazillion different Earths that there seem to be interested to see how that plays out
0: yeah, because Barry's going to end up on what Earth three here pretty soon.
1: He is, like, literally
0: that or whatever they're going to call the Earth that Supergirl is on.
1: Isn't Earth? Isn't Supergirl on Earth one?
0: I don't think so. No, oh. I, I think they're going to do that as another.
1: That would be that would be disappointing if they do that. I hope they don't.
0: I I hope they do because they've never once mentioned anybody that can fly around and save people on on any of the on either arrow or flash and it seems like that would have come up
1: well but they do know that the others exist i mean the whole reference on arrow to oracle so they know that other superheroes are out there
0: yeah, they've mentioned they've mentioned batman and they did they did name check superman on uh, legends of uh, legends of tomorrow where rip hunter gives his speech about he's seen you know, uh, men of steel die and blah, blah, blah. But still, you don't know. That's, it's still like, that's like the first time ever. Uh, but that also could be like he's seen a Superman in the future of Earth One or something. I don't know. It's, it's just, again, it's just another one of those things that as they continue to expand stuff out, multiple shows, multiple Earths, uh, it just, really you just have to not try and think too hard about some of this stuff and just sort of sit back and enjoy it.
1: Well, I mean, that's how, to me, that's how any of these shows are. I mean, they're not designed to be um, a show you overthink. They're not a law show in our reality or a doctor show or what, you know, any of those. So, I mean, it kind of goes back to Lucifer, you, you know, it, it is the world that within that they've created and the rules exist within that world. And, you know, as long as you buy into that environment, that's created, then they have a lot of leeway, <laughs> you know, and well, it's the same with flash. I mean, you have to realize, I mean, we don't have flashes here, so it does get, I, to me, it gives them a lot of leeway.
0: Yeah, it, it, it does. It gives a lot of stuff, but then it also brings up stuff. Where, like on Arrow, they talk about how Constantine has made Sarah whole, and then the very next episode of Legends of Tomorrow, Sarah's all still talking about how she has this bloodlust, and you're like, okay, so she's not whole. Uh, so <laughs> it 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 worked partially. I don't know. It it's stuff like that where the more these things get bigger, when they do stuff in one show that, and you're watching all of them. It's so hard to keep track of a through line through all that stuff uh, that uh, doesn't confuse you at times with uh, with things that are happening. But
2: Marvel is better at that than D.C. D.C. Comics doesn't always have like their whole cinematic universe where Marvel is like if it happens here, then it happens there. And it's going to happen over here. You know, everybody I don't know. I don't know if it's better communication or a mandate for Marvel, but Marvel seems to be pretty good about that. Where's DC? Well, Not always. I mean, well, they
0: have the same people running all the shows. Yeah,
2: they're all the same producers.
1: But it's
0: still, it's still so hard to keep track of all that all that stuff. Uh, I don't know. I think it's getting more and more difficult. But with that, we'll move on from The Flash to a whole nother world of Shadowhunters, where we're at uh, Season 1, Episode 5, Mushu to Go. Carla, you said you haven't been... Uh, you haven't been watching. Uh, you're you're still, well, you've been watching, but you're a couple episodes behind.
1: Yes, I am. I'm at like the episode where where they go to rescue her best friend, whose name I can't remember at the moment.
0: Yeah, from the vampires.
1: Yeah, and they, they, they got him out.
0: All right, so three episodes in. Then what do you uh, what do you think of uh, Shadowhunters?
1: Well, <laughs> I will say it is unfortunate for Shadowhunters that Shinara Chronicles premiered at the same time, because first of all, the two, if you're not familiar with the source material of both or either, which I'm not familiar with either of the source materials, to me, I kept getting them confused because I was like, the two S fantasy shows that are coming <laughs> out. And so I started actually with Shadowhunters and... I was not real impressed with it. I will say after watching three episodes, I do like it better than I did after episode one, and I will catch up. It's just a matter of there's too much TV on. Um, But in comparison, I think Shannara Chronicles is, even though I totally don't understand, and we'll talk about this later, but most of what's happening or why it's happening in Shannara Chronicles It's much, the acting's better, the story's better, the effects, everything seems to be um, much better in Shannara Chronicles. And so I think that makes Shadowhunters look even kind of worse. But I do like kind of the relationships. Maybe, I think part of my problem with Shadowhunters is it moved a little too slow for me. I wish they would have kind of condensed some of the stuff the first two episodes into one, maybe or something. I don't know. It just seems to move really slow. As far as her relationship with the shadow hunters, I want her like in the story already, which now she is. So hopefully it'll get be you know better. What?
0: I don't know. I think it's moving too fast, but uh, Leah, what do you think of, uh, I
1: would like Larry to stop whining.
2: <laughs> I'm making it. I'm making a drinking game out of it. It drives me absolutely crazy. And I, that's it. Shannara Chronicles, I don't know the source material, so I have no idea how, you know, how well or far they're straying or whatever. But, I mean, Shadowhunters, I read the books, and I saw the movie. I mean, the movie wasn't awesome, but it was, I mean, it it was okay. And this is just, I don't know. You know, um, it always reminds me of, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. It was just this, not at all what Joss Whedon wanted, and it was this campy Kind of ridiculous thing. That's what this feels like. It's like the campy version of the books or the movie. It's just she whines constantly. And I don't know if it's because they're on free form or what. But-
0: and, and the best friend whines constantly. Oh, and keeps. And even after all the things he's seen, he keeps trying to say, why don't we just go? Yeah. Why don't we just let's leave?
2: You <laughs> don't need them. What do you mean you don't need them? You're just like. Where have we attacked you? A vampire bit you? What? Yeah.
1: Last week he doesn't turn into a vampire, does he?
0: Uh, he hasn't yeah. yet, but he's somehow drawn.
1: He does, right? He's somehow drawn
0: know. back to him, and something's happened to him that he has. At least right now, he has some sort of increased strength or something.
1: Did it bother you that the girl that the girl on Shadowhunters used her charms to manipulate him into kissing her and getting all busy with him with her? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where? <laughs> In the
1: In episode three, sorry. I just had to go there.
2: Well you know what in the book? And I'm gonna keep saying that in the book, I guess it's gonna to start every sentence. But in the book <laughs> Isabel is well, I mean she's, you know, gorgeous and she, you know, kinda does what she wants with her body. She's not I don't know, she doesn't come across as bloody. And in this it's like that's all she's doing. I don't know. It's not it's not great for me. And I read somewhere that there was eight weeks of post production for every episode. Oh, wow. And that seems like a lot of post-production, considering how terrible their special effects are.
0: Yeah, how not good the special effects are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, their their swords are really weird. They're, yeah. like, you can see them when they, like, take them out, but then yet somehow the blade also, like, disappears, and they can, like, hide it someplace, and then when they pull it out, the, the blade appears, but yet it was sort of there. I don't understand why it's not just a handle when they pull it out of the cabinet
1: yeah.
0: um uh, there's i don't know there's a lot of weird things about about the show and part of it is that the the acting's not the the greatest and then everybody i think it's not just clary everybody's sort of whiny yes you know every, every nobody everybody's got you know, the
2: Alec whining because he loves Jason. Clary's in the picture and Clary's whining because nobody wants to help her find her mother, even though they're all helping her find her mother. Yeah, And that was and weird on the other mother.
0: side, because you had you had that guy like going, you know, we don't know anything about this. You know, mm-hmm. this girl, like, how can we, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, what do you not understand <laughs> about this situation? And why wouldn't you want to investigate another yeah. shadow hunter that just comes out of nowhere like why and uh, that so that was weird from the other side of things and then just some of the stuff that keeps going on like it's it's always it's like we get it you, you want to get your mother yeah. but also like nobody ever wants to like try and complete some sort of plan and nobody seems yeah. to understand that Nobody should find the mortal cup. Everybody should leave it wherever the heck it's hidden. (laughs) There should not be searching (laughs) for it. This is not something you want to find because you don't want it to fall into anybody's hands.
2: Yeah, I don't Did you, Jason, did you read the books at all? No. Do you know? Okay. (laughs) The weird thing for me is that um, in the books at some point, um, and (laughs) this is such a terrible sentence to say, you and I tend to talk about incest. (laughs) We talk about TV shows because – Well,
0: sh- the Scorpion <laughs> actors were really the ones talking about it, but, you yeah, know.
2: They really were, but we were a party to it. But the, in the books, Jason Clary, at some point, Valentine tells them that they're brother and sister, and for whatever reason, they believe him because, you know, the bad guy never lies to you. And so they think they're brother and sister, but they still really like each other, and so they decide that they're just going to – like not care that they're brother and sister and then they decide, well, maybe that's not right. Maybe we shouldn't do that. So I'm waiting to see how free form is going to deal with that because <laughs> that just doesn't seem like a, I don't know, a free form. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's why they're not ABC family anymore.
1: Everything's good to go. That's why they're called free form. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It it's... should be interesting. to see if They take it.
0: Yeah. The, from the, you know, the source material and stuff like that, it seemed like a good idea for uh, maybe something Uh that would actually be better suited to a TV show than to a movie. I think Uh sometimes some of the, some books and stuff like that are, since you tell these bigger stories that sometimes you have to chop so much stuff out of them to, to do a two hour movie, you know? And so I think some of the times these things work better, you know, might work better as a, a TV show, you know, even if it's a, a shorter run of episodes for a season or something, but uh, it allows you to delve into certain things or, you know, get more into some of the characters and stuff. And Carla was talking about that she felt it was too slow. I feel like everything's too fast. They keep doing stuff without ever actually thinking about anything. And it, it gets, a, it's already annoying when, like, how many times. How many times is Clary gonna like sneak out and get or you know somebody's gonna get in trouble and need to be saved? Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's like uh I don't know, it just it's it's not working. That yeah, like the I don't think the acting is that great. The the writing is certainly not great and the special effects are not helping anything out. That no. yeah, I'm not that
2: they're gonna get better, but
0: it's just not Yeah, I, I was because of you know, sort of an interesting thing of you know these. <laughs> I do like that the shadow hunters are like the, basically their their job is like to protect humans from all these other all these other things. Yet they call them mundanes and have like so such disdain for them. Yet it's yeah. their job to somehow you know protect them and keep the Shadow world uh, from anybody mm-hmm. you know knowing that it exists. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that's sort of a bizarre concept. That's sort of, <laughs> that's sort of weird. There seems to be way more not working than working uh, on Shadowhunters. And, and, uh, and no, Carla, I was not a fan of the vampire, you know, using her abilities on, on the guy. It's not cool that way either.
1: Just shocking.
0: <laughs> but with that, we'll move along to uh, the next show on the list, which is the Shannara Chronicles, uh, where we're at uh, Season 1, Episode 7, Breakline. We'll start with you on this one, Leah. What are, the, what are you thinking about the Shinar Chronicles here?
2: Well, I had to, I didn't know any, I don't know anything about it. I didn't read any of the books or whatever, but it is just like Lord of the Rings with children, it, which is awesome. I think it's awesome. I don't know MTV. I don't watch TV shows on MTV in general. I am not, you know, a teen mom watcher or whatever else, but. You know, teen wolf watcher? Team, <laughs> no, no, I don't watch any of those. But this, this production value, I mean, it's. I don't know where they film. Do they film in New Zealand? Yeah, yeah. Because it's just the the sets are great. The background is great. I believe the angsty teen issues The cast is really good. The acting is good. I don't know. I'm I watch that show almost almost live. Yeah, I watch like fifteen or twenty minutes late so that I can skip commercials. But I don't watch anything live. I couldn't tell you what any show is on <laughs> what day because nothing is live. But *Shannara Chronicles*, I watch live because I I don't know I think it's just fantastic
0: so you're not diving right into the shadow hunters right before
2: (laughs) no moving right
0: into the (laughs) Shannara chronicles right after
2: that's why I think Shannara Chronicles (laughs) is so great (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just think it's fantastic I like everything about it I like the little you know ridiculous love triangle and the royal family and their issues and the guard who was dating one son and now dating the other son and I think it's great.
1: But how about you guys?
0: How about you, Carla?
1: I really like it too. I um, I caught up because someone had recommended it to me. So I watched, I think, the first three or four episodes in a row. And then ever since, I've been basically watching it. Not live, but um, pretty close. I It's funny you brought up the angsty love triangle because, um, especially in the last episode where they finally kind of admitted that they both love the same person or both like will whatever I was Uh kind of at first I was kind of like, "Uh but then I was like, you know, it kind of works because it makes sense. And like, I didn't, I didn't really mind it. After I got over my initial, I hate love triangles. I thought, you know, and it just adds another spark because he also, cares about both of them I think in different ways so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out but um the one issue I do have with the show is I feel like as much as the first couple episodes really talked about the tree which I can't even think of what it's called but and like the, how the demons were kind of put away for a time being and stuff I wish I understood the mythology of the show a little bit better than I do. I almost, after watching the first four episodes, I thought maybe that was by design um, so that we kind of are just learning as they're learning. But now after seven episodes, I really wish I understood why things are the way they are a little bit more and kind of what the parameters of the demons and, what they can and can't do like is there one shapeshifter it seems like they killed one but then there was another one
0: that one actually didn't die apparently
1: oh so yeah, it's the think same one i think they burn it or something yeah because yeah, there the was
0: in that episode when they were supposed to uh you know they're just like you know burn the body or whatever and then all of a sudden the shapeshifter gets up and and kills the the guard or whatever that was supposed to you know do away with it cuz you know that's what you should do is leave it to one person to handle like
1: ten, ten something, hours later.
0: something yeah. like this.
1: Oh, so uh, I must have missed that part. So, like, I I guess if I have one complaint about the show, that would be it. That I feel like I would enjoy. I I enjoy it without knowing. It's it's kind of fun in that way too. But I wish I understood a little bit more about what was going on. I will say, in the last episode, my favorite part of it, or one of my favorite parts, was when. Amberly and whatever the other, what is it? Eritrea. Eritrea. I can never pronounce that right. Eritrea. When they found the school. Oh yeah. I really liked that part because it was a reminder that this is, you know, that this is based on a future of our current kind of earth and people and, you know, human existence. And for a per- from a personal standpoint it was kind of like wow so someday that's what my life could be brought down to i mean not that it's would be like that but i just thought it kind of humanized it in a way that hadn't previously been done um so i really liked that and those sets were amazing but all their their sets are so And Alanon's character, I find really intriguing. But again, I wish I kind of understood a little bit. Like, I knew when he got stabbed, he probably wasn't really dead. Mm -hmm. But how he keeps coming back and what his mission and purpose is, you know, are still somewhat of a mystery, I think.
0: Well, they said in this last one, the whatever the being or whatever that he saw that sort of ends up healing him and, you know, sending him back, that there's like another... I guess maybe that's like him or something or something out there that.
2: Uh, I understood it, that that was his, his Obi-Wan, like that he was yeah. his old, you know, his old Druid master or whatever. But he He's also, druid, right? but he also says like, yeah, that's what I took it to somewhere,
0: be. Somewhere in there though, he also says there's, there's another or something, you know, like there's.
2: Yeah. Something like the force was awakening to keep talking about Star Wars, but something like that. Right. It was like, there was another who he could feel or something.
0: Yeah, that he needed to find or something, and uh, I don't know. There's, there's some of that that. Uh, overall, some of the story doesn't always work. Uh, I think some of. I mean, I guess the way the books are structured, I mean, you're you're, you're watching the story of, the second book of a trilogy, so all the stuff that, happened thirty years ago that they sort of mention and talk about and and the tree and and you know they're getting rid of the demons and all of the you know the world the the war of the four lands or whatever it is that's all stuff that happened in like the first book of the trilogy uh and uh so they they sort of mentioned some of that stuff and but ultimately some of the stuff that bothers me on the show is Although I did really like that Eritrea in this episode finally came around and or was in the previous episode. It was in the previous episode, I guess, when she uh she goes back across, you know, slides back across to get them. Mm-hmm. And then her her sort of rover father or whatever, you know, cuts the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that she sort of finally came around to hey, there's some bigger stuff at play here. And uh, and yet you still have characters like the leader of the rovers who's like, yeah, there's a demon coming, and so I'm going to cut this right now, even though the people that are on here are apparently the best hope. Because mm-hmm. I figure that somewhere after the last thing that they may have filled him in a little bit on, like, what the deal is, that he's not still completely in the dark as to, like, what mission they're on. Right. Uh, but it it bothered me early on in the series when Will was just like, okay I brought her back, uh, now I'm off you know, peace out, I'm gonna go uh, learn some more about uh, putting some uh, things together to become more of a doctor type of thing and you're just like, uh, what part of the last, all these demons and what you've seen they <laughs> yeah,
2: make the gravity of the situation yeah, that,
0: that makes you think that uh, you're just gonna be fine, like just you guys deal with this. I'm going to, I'm just going to head out over here. Uh, You know, so some of that type of stuff bothers me where you still have, you know, like the, the one leader of the rovers, just like, well, I'm going to save myself now. Cause you know, it'll, it'll prolong my life for what, you know, <laughs> you know, a, a few, yeah, a few weeks or something like that as the, the situation really gets out of hand. So yeah, that, that type of stuff bothers me, but overall, I think that they do a really good job. Like the stuff, like you said, the stuff in the school when they fall into, and they find this like sealed over old high school, uh, you know, that was decked out obviously for like a prom, or uh, and then you know they're, and then ultimately they end up finding like a map, to the stained glass window that she had in her vision. So you know that type of stuff is all all kind of interesting, even though it's sort of happenstance, but yet sort of happening for a reason.
1: Well, it's interesting because with that, how right before they fell through the um, grates, um, Amberly said, you know, I feel like there's someone looking out for us. Yeah. And then they fall in. And I at first I thought it was a trap, you know, like that somebody had set traps for, for the elf hunters, like set traps. Yeah. Then they find that and you're like, oh, okay, it's not a trap. But then when they found, like, the stained glass window and the map and stuff, it's like, well, maybe there is some force kind of looking out for her and and kind of guiding them. Um, and it would make sense that that would be the case because she has, you know, that vision and the connection to um, the tree and stuff. So I I kind of use that as the reasoning behind it. I mean, it could be happenstance, but I kind of took that line to kind of be the connective tissue between it just being happenstance and there actually being a purpose for them, you know, ending up in the school.
0: Yeah, overall, I'm I'm still I'm still liking, it, even though there's you know some problems here or there. I wasn't a big fan that now they've that they I wasn't a big fan that they killed off John Reese Davies character and then had mm-hmm. it taken over by a changeling and then now have. Done away with the changeling. And so you've now done away with John Reese Davies, you know, King character. because uh, some of these other things were, you know, while you had the sort of the teen storyline, you did have this more it was lending a little gravitas to the situation, you know, so to speak, uh, with some uh at least you because it also looked really bad there all of a sudden where you're just like, okay, Alanon's gone too. <laughs> like we're killing off like all the, you know, all the the adult cast here. So yeah, I'm. That that's that's a little that's a little bothersome going forward. But yet we're also, you know, only got I guess three more episodes. I think. I liked at first that they took their time, sort of, you know, getting the team together, to go on this quest. But now it also seems like let's get this quest underway kind of thing, except that they are finding pieces now to, uh, to the puzzle of where they need to go next and, and stuff. And so some of these things that have felt like, uh, you know, like the, the episode where they end up with the, you know, the guy that just tortures people, uh, you know, this is the, like the last one there at the, the fort or whatever. Some of that, some of those type of things just feel like fillery. Like we're, we're, we're stalling for time for a little bit. And then you get, uh, you know, some of these other things, uh, where it actually moves things forward.
1: Can they just not be captured anymore? Like <laughs> I'm a little tired of like every other episode they're captured and like locked up and then they find their way free and then they get captured again. And
0: yeah. Cause now they have, uh, you know, now they have no, to go save, have to save Eritrea because you know, <laughs> there is this thing. They need the three, like the the three is important. So you can't just like, well, we'll just continue on. You know, we,
2: <laughs> We'll come back and get you when we're done. No. Uh,
0: but also since she's, you know, she's sort of come around. They also can't just uh, be like, you know, thanks. but.
2: Uh, well, and despite the fact that she's the one that got captured this time, I mean, she's She's their best warrior. The other two don't necessarily have any, I don't know, real-world experience. They they kind of need her. If they're going to continue to not get captured.
1: Yeah. <laughs> need or get captured to get out of it.
0: Yeah, they... <laughs> right. All right, that's the Shannara Chronicles. And we will move on to the last show on the uh, primetime list, which is Scandal. Season 5, episode 10. It's hard out here for a general. And... Carla, what did you think of the uh, first first episode back after the uh, long break?
1: Oh, my gosh. I mean, come on. Where did they come up with this stuff? <laughs> um,
0: I keep asking myself why I keep watching.
1: I. OK, here's my thing. Jake knows better. Like, why is he working with command again?
0: Not only that, what happened that command's just free? Like, they had him locked up. Yeah, the other group was after him because they wanted to completely take over and do what, you know, he had done, but do it differently. And so they take that guy out who was leading the, whatever, the Lazarus, whatever coalition that they had. And then they do away with that. And now all of a sudden he's no longer a criminal. (laughs) Like, I I don't, I don't understand why he's just free to live at his home now.
1: Well, didn't, didn't Mellie make the deal to get him out? No. Well, they, they, he, he was taken
0: out, but not under, you know, they basically snuck him out. That's why Olivia gets picked up because it's found out you know, uh, when What's-His-Name does his investigation that it leads back to Olivia as to who, you know, got him out, uh, you know, and but it it didn't seem like it was, you know, like he was out because he was, like, pardoned or that they did something that he was just, you know, because they were looking for him. They weren't just looking for him. They were looking for him, and they were going to kill him. And then because some other group was trying to kill him, and Jake ends up stopping that group now he's just free to go i don't understand what's going on there <laughs> i'm so lost on that on that front how he's just there and then not, like you said Jake just like oh i'm home now and now i'm living with the guy i've been trying to kill multiple times and not only that who's tried to kill him but multiple I've times been, but i've now been convinced that uh, i need to get my own power and so i'm going to kill some innocent guy You know, another again, to me, this fully takes Jake off, you know, because, you know, he had already killed, you know, he had already killed people that shouldn't have killed uh, that weren't bad guys.
2: Can we talk about how crazy Jake truly is? I mean, Scott Foley is gorgeous. So I think that sometimes I included overlook some of his shit. But the man was sent to stalk Olivia by her father, (laughs) and then he ends up liking her so they end up sleeping together. She finds this out, and instead of never speaking to him again or whatever, she continues to get back into bed with him. This man was sent to you by your father, who's clearly a little crazy. Yeah, and
0: even after finding out that, apparently, if you look at the previews for the next episode, it doesn't stop, even after finding out this latest bit of stuff. Yeah,
2: which I just don't don't understand how she can never find a man that her father has not brought her.
1: I don't, it's just weird. Well, it's weird. Just look at it this way. Look at who her parents are and how she was raised and all she's been through. Olivia's one like screwed up lady. She yeah, might be she's, brilliant.
0: But she's also supposed to be brilliant. And, and I guess at the end of this episode, she's like, well, I'm going to get mine. So I'm going to get in bed with, <laughs> with Melly and, you know what? and, and, yeah. and help her win the presidency because then I'll have the power again. Uh, That's my
2: problem with this show lately is it used to be this badass, in control, powerful woman who solved these crazy cases and took on that. She handled everything and her her personal life was like the sideline and it tied into the cases always, but it wasn't the forefront. And it's just like creeping up over these years. It's been more and more. It's about. Who is she sleeping with now? And then her case has kind of gone by the wayside, and she doesn't really handle things anymore. And, you know, her dad is Well, even though she's supposed
0: to be super smart and have the gladiators and this whole group, and they take on these cases still, they're still – over the course of the years, she still ends up on the losing side too often.
1: Yeah, and now it's all about her – who she's sleeping with. I miss her – I miss the gladiator in their cases. I kind of wish they would get somehow find a way to get back to that. Well, She's even in this,
0: even in this they, one, they have a yeah. the case, but they yeah. completely lose. And, you know, and ultimately Jake and command went out to get, you know, yeah. they no longer We're have 13. B613 or whatever it was. But now Jake's going to be, you know, potentially the head of the, the NSA. So, yeah. uh, it, you know, it puts it puts them and and sort of, uh, you know, Olivia's dad by proxy, you know, back in power somehow. I s- still don't understand how he's, he's – they, he, they can't just capture him and put him back in jail. Uh, but
2: – Yeah, all the, they're very fractured and I guess that – I mean occasionally you have to fracture a group of people, bring them back together. But it's like they never bring them back together. The gladiators are all doing their own – thing even though they're kind of all working together but that's never the forefront anymore. It's never about like the unity of the group. It's all about Olivia's off sleeping with somebody or being kidnapped or dealing with her crazy father and then it's all this personal stuff and then it's like, oh, that's right. This is a crime show. We kind of have to have a case this week. Yeah. Let's just have this happen and then she, you're right. She loses more often than she wins.
0: Yeah, she doesn't she- seem to come out on top in some of these things and then but then ultimately like she listens to Papa Pope's speech and then her thing is well I guess I will read Melly's book and uh I'll jump on board with the that crazy train uh, you know to get back into power cuz I had the I had the power you know she basically was <laughs> you know when they have that episode where she takes a drink and then go, goes into telling him all the stuff that he should be doing and she's basically the president uh yeah. you know that and then you know, she gave up on uh, on that, and you know now has decided that. Well, I guess Dad's right. I need to get power back somehow, so I'm going to you know do it this way. The the only I think the thing that the one thing I did like in the episode was when Huck tells the other guy, "No, we're not going to go. We we're not hungry." And then she's like, "Why are you so mean to him?" And he's like, "Cause he's normal. We we have to we." We can't let him be friends with us. We have to protect him. I thought that was a very interesting, uh, that's very know, insightful, yeah, a very interesting way of 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 taking things on because there was a time where she was the normal one, right, at, at the firm, and is now one of the the complete you know sort of overboard crazy ones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I, it's one of those shows that over time, they've keep trying to, they feel like they have to outdo themselves with some uh, new crazy twist. When that, some of that was what was interesting, but it was some of the characters and what they were doing. Uh, And now they have, you know, now Olivia is, you know, there's no black hats, gray hats, you know, white hats anymore. She's a, you know, all about the red, Uh you know, she, she's just like embraced, uh, this whole other persona here uh, six months later after, you know, from where we left off at the beginning of the season. But ultimately, I keep going like I was four episodes behind. I had the last three episodes from the fall. were just sitting there. The show was finally back. You both were watching it. It made the list for this week. So I was like, OK, I'll catch up. And it's become a show where I need to have some excuse to, like, catch up or I sort of keep watching it out of, like, it's in season five. I've been watching it this long. Sort well,
2: of. you keep hoping it's going to go back to <laughs> what it was. Because it started, it was
0: great. I think it is a case of the hope watching.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because it was a great show. And Are you sure it's not like... the
1: Pope watching? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> with with the Pope watching because because she's become just that like you guys were saying it's a to become a terrible character where it, she seems to always be you know like like when she leaves Fitz and then goes back to her place and you know that last episode and before the break you know she's sitting there alone you know with her bowl of popcorn and and glass of wine on her new couch and it's like okay and then six months later. She's just hopping right back in bed with the, with the other guy that she had given away. And so it's like, there was no alone time. There was no like really doing anything. It, it just, I don't know. It, it all revolves around these weird relationships that, uh, continue to just, I don't know, not make sense. Like I don't get where's the deal with like Scott Foley's character. Like I, this whole episode, it was like, it was like a twist for a twist sake. And it didn't make sense, yeah. given on what.
2: Well, yeah, like you said, he's been trying to kill command for what <laughs> three seasons now. I mean, they've plotted and they've been conniving and they've done all this nonsense. And now he's like, oh, hey, I'd like to I'd like to live with you now and then maybe take over the NSA. Oh, OK,
1: let's do that. We should
2: have dinner <laughs> together. Yes, That's
1: just... maybe he's playing the long con or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but it it just he it put him back they had sort of rehabilitated him back into being the good guy.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And now they've put him back on where he's,
2: now he's killing innocent people.
0: Yeah, where you know he killed an innocent guy uh you know after somehow getting him to steal stuff or whatever or and you know it just I don't know. I just another show on this list of shows we've been talking about today. <laughs> Uh, except I'm so much farther into it than say like mm-hmm. sh- Shadowhunters. hunters. That'd be so much easier to just be like, yeah, I I'm done with this. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's something about where you keep hoping that the thing you liked will somehow come back around and be the focus, even though it's so far gone.
1: Yes. It's no That's longer true. a live show for me on Thursday night. Plus it's up against my favorite show. So the hundred, so.
0: Well, that's a significantly better show. Everybody should be like watching that instead (laughs) or first or what, what have you.
2: Yeah. I always have two or three episodes of scandal that I have to catch up on.
0: Like even when I ended up with, I think uh, I'd have to go back and look, but I think like the last time, like I had four episodes, you know, three from the fall and this last one. uh, But I think it may have been, like the last time we talked about it might've been like back at the end of no, you know, or the, whenever it's run was, mm-hmm. you know, near the end of its run uh, or or two or three weeks before the end of its end of its fall run would might be the last time we talked about it. And like, I caught up <laughs> to, to talk about it on the podcast. Uh, and that's starting to be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be, you know, if, if it's always, if it's always falling to the bottom of the DVR where you're always watching something, you, you know, you, you get, you, you start scrolling through and you, you're like, Oh, I've got three episodes of scandal. Eh, I can, I'll just wait till that's back. And, and, uh, or, or what have you, when, when things start backing up that far, uh, maybe it is time to just, uh, cut bait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Unless yeah. it's Limitless on your DVR, then watch them all and fall in love with Limitless. I love
2: that
0: show. Oh, that's I. I'm on board with Limitless. That's a watch as soon as I get home from work. Show.
2: Yeah, I love
0: that. Show. I'd watch it almost live if I didn't have to, you know, go to work at night. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's definitely you know that's one of the first shows off the DVR because uh, that that shows. It's a procedural, but it's become um, – while it has some serious stuff to it, it's so much fun with the wacky stuff that they do, the The sort of wacky world that they've created with when he's on uh, the NZT. But, yeah, there's so much TV these days that there's lots of better options to watch than to con- – than really to continue watching something just because you've been watching it.
1: Right. I keep up so many shows –
0: like, I I did finally stop watching Grey's Anatomy, like, a couple of seasons ago. Like, I just got so far behind that it was just, like, why am I still recording this a season and a half? You know, like... Uh-huh. You know, and so it just, uh, you know, you know, cut that off. Uh,
2: <laughs> My sister and I did that. We did that with Blacklist, which we're still kind of upset about. But uh, we sat down and we were like, okay, we have to be honest that we are now two seasons behind on Blacklist. And we're just not going to watch this and catch up. <laughs> so let's just... Delete these off the DVR. make space and for something told, else. Yeah, yeah. That we're not going to watch. And then when it's all said and done, and it's all out on Netflix, and we'll just you know we'll just yeah. sit down
0: and binge watch. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These days, there's always the well. I can always catch up later. It'll probably end up on one of the streaming services
1: uh-huh.
0: or something, and so you can, you can go back and, and do it that way. But you know, there's always there's always new stuff coming out and uh, and mm-hmm. starting. And speaking of which that'll do it for prime time and we'll move on to the TV recommendation segment and uh, quickly my recommendation is the same as last week's is cheater is check out hulu's eleven twenty two sixty three if you are a Hulu subscriber it's well worth checking out i I've seen the first two parts of it so far, and I'm looking forward to watching the rest if you're not a Hulu subscriber, then maybe wait till Week seven, and then sign up for your two week free subscription, and then watch all eight episodes. (laughs) Uh, You know, there's that way to go too, I guess. But
1: uh, wait, so you have to actually be a Hulu subscriber to watch it? I believe so. Yeah, I think their TV shows. I think
0: with their originals, they're not. There's no way to watch them. I don't. I don't. I don't think they put them out there like some of the other shows. You can watch. You know. Some episodes with commercials, even without being a, you know, a subscriber or whatever. I guess
1: I never thought about it. I'm a premium subscriber because I, I instead of using my DVR, I uh, watch Scandal and other primetime shows commercial free, on Hulu. Yeah, it's the best thing I think ever. they have.
0: I think it's. I think it's sort of like three levels. Like there's some stuff where you can watch stuff, but it's with commercials, and then they have the 7.99 level where you can watch lots of stuff with commercials but you can also get back you know back catalogs of lots of things and access to a lot of other stuff that you can't get uh you know freely and then you have the 1199 plan that gives you access to everything most of it commercial free Hmm. interesting i think that's how it works
1: yeah it's uh, worth the extra four bucks for commercial free
0: but 112263 is definitely worth checking out especially if you like stuff that has sort of a time travel uh aspect this has a very interesting where the time travel thing is you only go back to a specific time uh and then once you're there you can live forward in time but if you come back and then want to go back it you end up at the starting point again so it's and so if you make any changes or or do anything but yet when you try and change something history wants to fight you and try and keep you from making major changes. And so it has a very interesting time travel twist to it that you don't that that's a little different from your normal time travel stuff. Is
2: it Stephen King? Was it a Yeah, it's Stephen a Stephen King, King book.
0: book. Yeah. yeah, but uh way way better than like under the dome <laughs> or, <laughs> or some of the or some of the other recent uh you know Stephen King stuff that's been uh turned into TV shows but again that's uh that's my recommendation what's uh, yours uh, Carla
1: I'm going to go with Daredevil uh season 2 it's uh comes to Netflix on March 18th so Listeners have a month to catch up on season one if they have not watched it. Uh, it's one of Marvel's, or it was Marvel's first Netflix series. And it um, I really enjoyed it. It has some of the best fight scenes that you'll see. And then you do have to have, you know, I don't know, Jason, you have to just suspend your disbelief that a blind person could do what he does. But no, but it was uh, a blind
0: person that has a, an ability, and it's inside the Marvel world, so it totally works.
1: Well, that's good. You like it, too?
0: Yeah. Daredevil was, was fantastic. Awesome.
1: And uh, so season two brings us The Punisher, too, which I'm pretty excited about. And so, yeah, my recommendation, go watch Daredevil. And uh, you even have time to watch Daredevil and Jessica Jones before season two of Daredevil comes out. So, but at least watch Daredevil.
0: Yeah, that's definitely worth uh, checking out if you haven't yet. And again, it becomes one of those things. There's some of those Netflix shows where all of a sudden you're you're like, oh, I can I can watch that anytime. I can watch that anytime. And then pretty soon you're like, wait, there's three seasons of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the idea of watching it anytime when there's like 36 episodes of something, <laughs> or, or as opposed to just you know watching 10 or 12 of something when it's dropped, uh, starts to Start to become like, a little daunting on some of those shows.
1: Don't wait. Watch it now. Yes,
0: that's right. Watch it. Get ready. And, uh, I'm looking forward to that one as well. How about you, Leah? What's a, uh, what is your recommendation this week?
2: Mine is London spy on BBC America. Um, it is just this crazy twisty. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about it. It's just so good. And I think there's only going to be five episodes this season. And, um, but it's, it's Ben Whishaw, who's a Q in the new um, James Bond movies. He's the the younger Q um, tech guy. And he falls in love with this guy. And they have this fabulous, I don't know, one-year relationship. And then the guy that he falls in love with ends up being found murdered. And the whole show is the guy's Danny. Danny gets framed for his murder. And so he has to figure out... What actually happened, and the guy ends up being a spy, and it's all these twists and turns, and nobody's exactly what they seem, and it's just really well written. and The characters are great, and like I said, it's only five episodes, so I've been watching for three in now, so I would definitely find it online and catch up and watch it. It's just a stellar show,
0: yeah. At least, and not a huge commitment there. You get
2: the five episodes, and then
0: (laughs) you get the odd the the sort of odd five episode show, mm-hmm. you know you gotta love those uh, those British showmakers. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was gonna say, and who knows? It'll probably be an, an entire year before it's back on TV again. Yeah. So.
0: and and the next season will be nine or something or yeah. or, or some such thing or
2: seventeen. Who, yeah, who knows? With <laughs> exactly.
0: All right, uh, that'll do it for our recommendations. As always, you can find links to those recommendations, as well as the news stories we talked about, and also where you can find Carla and Leah online. We'll have links to all of that in the show notes at tvtimes 3com slash three one zero. And uh, next week, Amory and Ray will be back with me to uh, talk some TV, and I'm sure. Uh, I And the, the I'm pretty sure that you could count on like the hundred making the list <laughs> again. Didn't make the list this week because we'd already talked about it like three weeks in a row or something. So I figured we could take a week off and talk about something else. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that show. And uh, we'll be talking about that and more next week. And once again, thank you, uh, Carla and Leah, for joining me on Episode 310.
1: Thanks for having me.